It's the Hedonistic Way podcast. It's a way of life. It tastes like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated love. Conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated expansion of self. Whatever you like. All I, All I know is it, is it feels, feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way. It's the most decadent way to live life. Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Hello and welcome to the Hedonistic Way at Midday Show. I am super excited and for some reason a little bit nervous, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, um, to interview Justin Herald today. So for those of you, for those of you who... Um, you may have heard of Justin or you may not have heard of Justin. I heard Justin speak many years ago and he resonated with me straight away because he is completely upfront. He is honest. He started out with 50 bucks to his name and he has built an incredible empire behind him, but he's done it with such... I wanted to say grace, that doesn't really feel right talking about Justin, but it, his ethics and his morals and he, and when I really thought, you know, when I was thinking about Justin this morning, I thought he doesn't follow the trends, he creates them up to Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Good, I always look like I'm out of that something about Mary movie when I've got these things in my ears, but good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I do. I was, you know, thinking of the fringe part, so getting visuals there. How have you been? I cannot complain. I'm unreal, actually. Thank you. Sorry, I've got all these things happening. That's all right. It has been so beautiful to watch you over the past, I don't know, I want to say a couple of years. Um your life has just completely changed over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, in a, are you talking about my personal life? Yeah, but I feel like, though, it's really that has brought, I, don't, I want to say a softness, but um, I don't know. It's just, you did No, I think you well, yeah, look, I actually am not so much of an angry ant anymore. Um, I'm actually quite content in my life now, which is, it's quite good, but you know what it is, you're just trying to, you figure out at some point in time, what's actually relevant. Um, and you know, I did, you know, there was a, a time there that I did get caught up a little bit in what everyone was saying about me, um, which was always nice stuff. No one's ever said anything bad, which yeah. glad, um, but you know, and it, it can get to your head a little bit, but I've got good friends around me that tell me to pull my head in pretty quick and um, I think you know having the home life that I do now um, I'm a very content man punching above my weight but very content <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
really, it shows. It really, really does. Thank um, you. I want to ask you, what is turning you on at the moment? Uh, business-wise, I mean, business is always a thing. I just love doing it, you know. It's 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 one of those things that I did not know that I was any good at because the only thing I passed in school was recess. And yeah. so I didn't know that going into um, doing a business thing would have been something for me. I did okay in my first business, um, went okay. And yeah. then from there, I sort of, um, you know, progressed with that because the one thing I never wanted to do, and I really enjoyed the one that you did with Jackie recently, yeah. Um, you know, there's all these experts out there and when you look at what they've done, either they've done nothing or what yeah. they did was a long time ago and it's not relevant. So I wanted to make sure that I kept my relevancy um, uh, true and which is something that I whinge about about other people all the time. So I, d I wanted to make sure that I couldn't do it about myself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I think I was talking about in the episode with, with Jackie as well is especially in the speaking circuit that happens a lot doesn't it like you seen a speaker 10 years ago and they tell the exact same stories and yeah look it, it does happen i mean i get i still get asked uh, i felt guilty when you when i saw that being said on that thing too because i still get asked to speak on the same thing um yeah. and some people go i've only got one thing to say as well i mean i've got 28 talks that i could do uh, yeah. The unfortunate thing, everyone wants to know how you go from 50 bucks to 20 mil. That's what they yes. always want to hear. Yeah. So, But there's, yeah. the content's going to be different. That's right. Exactly. And, mm. you know, and that's something that I think for me, um, my biggest realisation, and I learned it when I delved into spoken word last year, is because, and but having a keynote is exactly the same. You can have the exact same keynote, but what it means to you on the day that you deliver it is differs yeah. from day to day, right? Absolutely, and the audience too. So the one thing I I don't really do notes. Um, I don't do PowerPoint or anything like that. Well, I actually do now, but it, my PowerPoint has got nothing to do with what I'm actually coming out of my no. mouth. So that's just something you can yeah. look at. Um, yeah. But for me, I, it's the art of reading the audience as well. So mm -hmm. I could waffle on forever and a day. But if you're going to take away any value from that, and it's more for me, it's about activation, not motivation. If I'm, yes. if I can't activate you to, to do something different, do something better. And most of my speaking's corporate, um, which is funny, you know, I'm the least corporate person you'll ever come across. Um, yeah. But if I can't change something in the way that people think, um, and then go and act, then there's no point in me doing it. Because I mean, I could talk to a whole of numbnuts, no, everywhere that won't yeah. take any action, and there's not really any any sense to that for me. Um, but I, the difference is, though, and I never set out to be a speaker. Uh, yeah. Now that's a thing, right? Everyone's trying yeah. to be a speaker. That's and right. for me, it wasn't a thing. So this no. is really annoying me. Let me just um, hang on. I'm just going to put my computer to sleep because there we go. That was annoying me and my, my eye. Um, yeah, so I didn't set out to do that, right? So for me, it was just a thing that I fell into. Uh, and I thoroughly love it. I've been doing it for well, 18 years now. And and I love doing it, but it, it's not uh, – uh, no other way to describe it, but it's not a thing for me. It's a passion. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy because I have the ability to potentially change someone's outcome. And that, that, that makes my float, boat float big time. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, because I know that – you are huge on 
customer service but also as well and i love what you said and that was i think probably the very first thing that i learned from you about activation not motivation so i love that um and you when i went for a walk this morning i actually i was just got this little realization where i'm like you know what like once i finish my my time with my clients it's like you know what they don't get a blueprint i want to give them an imprint you know yep totally different thing but something that you do so well is you create culture within a company because you are actually all about create and activating that change can hmm. you tell me why culture is so important within a company yeah, I'll go back as to why they came about, if that's okay. Um, yeah, I start all businesses purely on one, one, one thing. It's always been one thing. The first one was sort of by default, but it was a thing, and that is I was pissed off. So that's why I started. I want to upset someone who told me I had an attitude problem. It's the only reason I started my first business. <laughs> Every other business since then, when I did my sunglass brand, that's because I sat on a pair of sunglasses that were really expensive. I thought, well, I'm going to go make my own. Customer culture came about purely based upon the fact that as a business owner and having staff, I have to give good service every single day or else I'll go broke. Yeah. It ticks me off as a customer then when I go out because I've my whole customer service uh, tank is, is empty by the end of the day. We've done everything we can for our customers. So I need yeah. that replenished and refilled by people giving back to me good service. Now, yeah. for those who are going to pipe in at some point in time, yes, I know there's some numbnut customers, and yes, they are rude. I'm not talking about that now. I'm talking about what our responsibility as an employee or as an owner of a business, what our responsibility is. And I just sat there and I thought, you know, there's, there's this thing that's missing. And the best way I can de to describe this, the more companies are more interested in doing fringe training with their staff so they don't get labelled something, right, then they are about looking after the majority of people in this country. So for me, if I'm going to spend my money in somewhere, I just want to be appreciated for that. Bare minimum, just appreciated. The reality is no one does training anymore. Or if they do, it's pseudo training. Do it online, tick a box, yep, you're done. That's yeah. not going to create culture. And, yeah. and the, the, if you look at most companies, the, the fish stinks from the head down. So when I look at certain things, um, speaking agencies, this will get me right in big trouble right now, but if you have a look at speaking agencies, I, I sent out emails last week on this new topic I've got, which is called From Followers to Fans. And so I sent it out to all the, all the owners of all the companies. Yeah. Two people decided to respond. So I sit there and go, number one, your job, which is your business, I didn't set it up, they set it up, is to go and represent speakers. Now, I yes. speak at 100 gigs a year. It's good money yeah. to make off me. So it's a bit yeah. of a no-brainer. And no one says I suck, so it's a, you know, hedge your bets. It's going to be good. Sorry, yeah. I'm not trying to be a wanker, but you know what I mean. So... I don't sit there and go, okay, well, if you guys can't respond to your customer, which is your client at the same time, what is everyone else that's underneath you? How are they acting? And if I look at my, I've got between Ray and, Renee and I now, we've got um, five daughters uh, yeah. combined. This is why I have no hair. But 
if I look at my two my two eldest my two daughters are twenty seven and seventeen next week, yeah. and so if I look at them, both of them have never had any sort of training with any job they've had so far with customer service, and you yeah. sit there and go, this is the linchpin because you could do, and this is relevant for anyone in business that ever watches this. You could do the best marketing that you can. You can have the best looking website. You could have the best looking product on the shelf. If your customer does not feel appreciated, total waste of money. And that's what I I just sit there. Maybe I'm either getting too old or I'm too smart or I'm just stupid. I'm not sure which one. But I just sit there and go, this is a bit of a no-brainer. Oh, probably everything, yeah. This is a no-brainer because that, to me, the culture of a business is the glue, right? So yeah. if there is no culture, um, there's no flavour. And if there's no flavour, it's vanilla. And if it's yeah. vanilla, then, which is a flavour, I guess, but if it's vanilla, then it's yeah. like when you go into, which I just posted on my page before, just before this, that Renee and I were just in at um, uh, David Jones and took a yeah. photo. Like, you can't find anyone. Now, they'll say it's a downturn in sales because everyone's going online. Bullshit. No one's there to take my money. So basic stuff right now. And if you do get someone, they're going to be really nasty because you've just interrupted their day. So you look at it and you go, hang on, why can't we get this right? So that's, I am passionate. This is my new baby. Like I've done a lot of stuff over the last 25 years. This one has, nothing has floated my boat more than this. Now it's a hard push, but I've got to convince idiots in business now and i'm not talking about the owners i'm talking about management in corporates that it's a good idea if we actually look after our customers yes that's my challenge now yeah absolutely you got me started (laughs) the thing about that though is you know even when i think back i've been in customer service in some you know some shape or form you know my entire career and but when you deliver an amazing service, you, you feel good at the end of the day. You know, like the satisfaction yeah. that you get is absolutely amazing. You feel so much better from being of service than standing there gossiping to your friend about what you're having for lunch or what you did on the weekend, you know. So I well, it's also like it, it's the, the, there's uh, reactions from that. Like there's a reaction mm-hmm. if you get bad service, but if you get good get good service, there's a reaction from that. And for me, it's mm-hmm. about they're the reactions that I like to hear from. So my underlying thing um, in service, and I'm I will always lead from the front on this, and I'm going to give an example in a minute. But I will always lead from the front. I don't expect anyone that works for me or anyone that I train, I don't expect them to do anything else than I would do myself. Right, and so that's where, and this is, and people always test me on this, and I don't mind people testing me on this one because we just don't waste my time, but I'm the only person that answers my phone in my businesses, right? That That's always been a thing for me because I'm here because the average Joe Blow went out and bought my T-shirt many, many years ago. Why the hell would I separate myself from those people and have all these gatekeepers in the way now? Not going to do it. And it just shocks people when I answer my own phone. It's funny, but it just shocks people, right? <laughs> so that's one little thing that I do. The other thing, this happened a while back now. I had um, someone ordered a whole heap of books uh, for all their staff. And so we sent it all out and they're all different places you had to send them. And then um, what, and she rung up and she said, um, this is on a Saturday. I got, didn't ring up, so I got an email. Haven't received my book yet. Um, can you yeah. please follow that up? 
no dramas. So I looked at it and it, typical Australia Post, which you're looking at one out of three things go missing these days, but let's pay more for postage. So then, so I thought, you know what, bugger this. So I, I it was my, my day off. Um, I, I don't do stuff on weekends other than speak at conferences. So, and it was a 35 minute drive. I got the $20 book out of my um, little warehousey thing, drove over there, knocked on a front door. She was shocked that I turned up because I'm the bloke on the front of the book. And I said, look, I just wanted to get you this today. It's our fault. If the other one arrives, give it away to someone else. I don't want it back. And I said, you have a lovely day. Now, before I even got to the car from leaving her front door, there was ding, ding, dings all over my phone because she was just now showing that out to the world. I sold more books that day, right? And it's just like if we just teach our staff, if you're nice, this comes back to, um, and it's my new thing, right? It's what is your competitive advantage as a business owner and it comes there's only one right if you think about it it can't be our content because other people have got content and it could float someone else's boat it can't be our price because price really shouldn't matter if there's emotional attachment right and if it's too cheap people won't keep on buying it can't be design because someone else can come up with a better design yeah it has to be our people it has to be our personality because someone can't come up with my personality so that's where our competitive advantage is. And the one thing I, sorry, I'll talk a lot, by the way. But the one thing that I now get away with more than ever is me being me, right? Yes. And people like me. So if that's the case, why don't I just take that to work every day? Pretty yeah. simple stuff. Yeah, it is. But we try to, you know, our biggest calling in our life is to be the truest expression of ourselves. But why is that so hard for us, Justin? Oh, I think a lot of people are trying to keep up with everyone else's opinions um, yeah. and their quality of life or whatever. Um, yeah. Look, I know a lot of rich numbnuts and dickheads on the, on the planet. So, <laughs> you know, give a, if you give an idiot a million bucks, you now have got an idiot with a million bucks. Like, nothing's changed, right? So yeah. I just think it's about giving yourself permission yeah. to actually accept yourself as who you are. It's finding your own truth, essentially. Um, and it's taken me a long time, you know, um, and I won't go into it because it's probably more personal and I'll probably get sued, but um, it's like it wasn't until late or a while recently, I've got to be careful, um, that I actually went, actually, I'm not a bad bloke. Um, I am appreciated for some of the other stuff that I do. And it wasn't until, and even like the quality of client that I started to take on were not the ones that would take, take, take. And if they get there now, I'll sack them in five seconds flat. I don't need people like that in my life. So I wanted people that appreciated what I do. And I've got clients, and I don't charge a great deal of money for my mentoring and stuff. Not a plug, by the way, but I don't. But so, but when people go, that was brilliant, Justin. That oh, that was worth, my, that first session's worth what we're going to do for the next year. That's yeah. the stuff that I go, these are the people I want to work with because they appreciate who I am, That yeah. which means I don't need to do anything other than figure out where I suck in my life now. I, I never will work on what's strong in my life because it's sort of strong, right? So yes. why bother? It's trying yes. to figure out where you suck. And my personality is I'd rather do that before someone else tells me where I suck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so that shift then that you see in the clients that you're attracting and their level of appreciation that they had for you, do you think that that then that snowballed from that shift within you from accepting who you are and your truth 
and showing up as yourself with that competitive advantage that you were just talking about? Yeah, I think I've always had it, but what I try, yeah. what I probably did is I tried to mould into how other people wanted to operate, and yeah. and that's why you'll find some people from probably five, ten years ago will say I'm just a hard ass. Well, I probably yeah. was, but um, and I probably still am, but I probably have a bit more measured now, and yeah. the people that I probably have around me now that I assist in business and whatever won't probably say that because they don't see that as hard. They see yeah. that as constructive. So yes. I think it was the type of people I was attracting mm. then made me operate a certain way. Um, yes. and, and rightly so, I have to say, it's probably rightly so, but it just was sort of this all the time. And, yeah. you know, it comes back to, and this is where for me I'm different to a lot of people in business. Um, I've never had a business goal ever. Um, I've only ever had personal goals because my businesses are the things that I do to get the stuff that I want like for me yes. that makes sense yeah. and so yeah. I think you know it was all about trying to get the stuff that I want but just taking on any client or whatever and not being that deliberate so now I'll get around 25 um, requests a week um, yeah. out of that I'll probably at most will take on one yeah. Because um, I just sit there and go, you know what, I either, no, I can't help you. No, I don't want to help you. You can't yeah. be helped. Um, <laughs> or, look, this is, you're not in the right place right now. Now, I know there's a lot of people who will just take their money. Um, but I think that like, my ethics are more important to me than my financial. So my self-worth is yeah. different to my net worth. And, um, and so that's where, for me, I, you know, I'm probably a lot more deliberate now. Um, still like helping people. Um, yeah back from the olden days because I started the new thing which sort of helps the people that um, probably need the help but not in the extent that I, I would do it which so I started the startup guy which is just all for those startup type people you don't need the the ins and outs of Justin telling you what to do every five seconds so and so I, I that's for me that's the whole molding of business and coming up with new things all the time and that's why I've got so many things going because they're different markets. But my uh, mental health, I guess, not not in a negative way, but just me liking me on a daily basis is more important. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before you spoke about competitive edge and knowing people knowing themselves, what kind mm -hmm. of questions can people start to ask themselves to understand that competitive edge? What would you recommend? Well, I'd look at it as a whole first. So say, for example, it's easy to do it if you're in business, right? Because you look at your, your business and go, well, where do we stand in the marketplace? Yeah. And people go, oh, everyone loves this. Everyone loves this. And um, yeah. like I get people all the time, you know, I'll say to them, how many people are going to your website? Oh, I get heaps of people to my website. Um, okay, how many people? And then they go, I don't know. Well, you, well, how do you know you're getting heaps of people, right? So we've got to, everything comes back to, there's only two definites, in, I'll go in business, but actually in life. Mm. And that's yes. And no, they're the only two definites that we've really got going on. Too many people yeah. live in the land of I don't know. Um, yes. And so for me, it's about, this comes back to factual information. Mm. So what we've got to do is go, you know, do people love us? Yes. Mm. Cool. If the answer is no, then there's, there's the why not. So yeah. questions are the answers. And this is where people don't get this, right? They, they're trying to, you know, solve their, their problems and come up with the answer, what's the question? So if you're not getting the right answers, you're probably not asking yourself the right question. So for me, like if, if we're not um, 
better than our competitors. Why not? So does that mean that we actually blend into look like our competitor? Are our staff the ones that are getting in the way of the customer experience and they're the ones that are actually ruining all this hard work that we as business owners are doing, but no, they're the ones that are undoing it all the time. So it was trying to figure out, I call them roadblocks. And that's what I do, like the thing, uh, this is how customer culture started. Originally, it was to go into businesses, show them where the problems are, help them solve the problems, which yep. I did. Yep. Six months later, they say, come back in for, can you just, and I say, yeah, sure, why? No, it's, it's all come undone. And I go, why? So I go back in and nothing that we've set up has been done. Hence why, and I've bought it now, my famous workbook, it's all done. Um, <laughs> Uh, came to came to part because there's got to be ongoing stuff that our staff need to do. But then I figured out I'm actually doing this wrong because if you look at it, most people don't want a solution. You give them a solution, they won't do anything with it. So all I do is called finding your roadblocks in business now. It's part of what yeah. I do. Um, yeah. So I'll go in there and go, your problem's here, your problem's here, your problem's here, your problem's here. See ya. So now yeah. I'll give it back to the owner and the owner goes or management go, how do we fix that? Because what I had to figure out, and, and sorry, what they had to work out is the issue is not with my information. The issue is that you don't know what to do yes. to solve the problem. Yes. So if you give a solution to someone that doesn't know there's a problem there in the first place, it's just like, yeah, whatever. And so for me, that's why there's, and I'm, I'm all about this in business, what I love doing with my clients, but just pulling everything apart. And if you watch um, any cooking show now um, on TV, um, it's this whole art of deconstructing a meal. Yes. Right? So I went to a coffee shop and they deconstructed the bloody coffee. Right? It was ridiculous. <laughs> I had to make my own coffee. And it's like, why am I making the coffee when I paid you to make the coffee? But anyway, that's to another thing, right? But so this is what we need to do in our businesses if you look at it properly, like deconstruct yeah. it, pull it apart because yeah. you will probably find you've got uh, points of difference and you've got the competitive edge parts all over. What we yes. try to do is get all of our customers to look at the entire thing at one stage and go, look how unreal we are. Yes. Just get their attention on one thing and go, you know, yes. our staff actually do give a shit. So we yes. do care about our customers and here's how. And yes. so that sort of stuff, like that lady that I delivered the book to, she was still mm. raving about, and that's a long time ago now. Yeah. Right. So it's not hard stuff. I'm not saying you need to go and retrain and redo everything. Yeah. The problem is we we try to work out how in business. Mm. I'm going to show you why. If you understand why you need to do it, okay. then the how actually makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Sorry, and the how more. becomes much more easier, right? The how becomes so much easier when you know why. Absolutely. So we must be the two smartest people on the planet. <laughs> There were two things that I wanted to ask you, but let's go with the one that's on the top of my mind now is that you get a lot of, like you get a lot of clients, you get a lot of speaking gigs, you are very busy, but you are not all, I don't see you marketing your business all over Facebook or all over anywhere really. No, I'm, I'm just about to spend. Yeah, okay. Um, some of that's happened. 
this is old school stuff, right? And this is where the younger generation or the new people into business, sorry, I had to cough, <coughs> excuse me, the new people into business are actually buying into the BS that's been sold to them, right? Which is, <coughs> I'm sorry, um, see, I'm drinking tea now. Look at the size of this mug, tea. Um, so you they're sold into, you know, you, oh, um, so they're sold into this stuff like, you know, create um, a funnel, a funnel. Um, we're landing pages and do your marketing and do your advertising and do this and create buzz. And you go, hang on, if if your product sucks, no matter how much you're going to try and flog it out there, no one's going to buy it. Or if they do, it's a once-off. Yes. So it's all about trying to create it from the – which what we had to do in the olden days, right? And I, I was speaking at a – um, well, not speaking a uh, conference. So I was speaking to a new client the other day, and they could not believe that I started my first business before the internet even existed. Yeah. And they were complaining about how it's so hard these days trying to get information. So, like Nick off, if I needed to get my product into a a shop out in in, in say Bathurst, so I had to go out there, go to the local post office, go to their yellow yeah. pages in the post office, flick through. Yeah write down all these things, get in my car, drive there, knock on the door, the guy was an idiot, that was a waste of time, go to the next shop. We had to do that. But I think because we did things the hard way or the real way, we understood the pain in the process. Yes. When you understand the pain in the process, that's when you'll go, there's got to be an easier way. Now, what's happening at the moment, everyone's trying to sell the easier way. And you go, well, you haven't had any pain yet. So the pain's now in the easier way. And you sit there and go, you guys are here today, gone tomorrow. And that's why I don't speak at multi-speaker events or anything like that anymore because, and I do not want to sound like a wanker here, but I then share the stage with people I've never heard of selling their crap for 12 times the amount that I'm selling mine for. And I'm sitting there going, I'm now, now the, the audience are going, this is a self-fest. And I'm going, I'm not here for a self-fest. So I just sit there and go, going to get away from that. But I think also it comes back to credibility, right? I've been now in the marketplace for 25 years. Yeah. And with if you do any research on me, and I'm very proud of this, you will not find one bad thing about me because yeah. integrity and ethics have always been my number one yes. thing. I'm not yeah. here for the short haul. I'm here for the long run. If people like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. Um, if people don't want to work with me, don't work with me. Whatever, right? So my credibility has been the thing that's been has been built on, not by me promoting on how how what I do. I think that's a bit wanky, right? So you know, I've written my books; they've sold okay. Um, I, I speak at conferences; people ask me to speak again. I will, um, with for the first time ever, I will do. Um, after saying all that, I will do some Facebook campaign around customer culture, but I've got to break through this stupid mindset that our, our staff mm -hmm. told us on a resume they're really good at service must be i've got to break through that so that i've got to play that game a little bit but the rest mm -hmm. of it is knocking on doors um yeah. i don't use my reputation to open doors i, I never have i, I mm -hmm. for me i'm just the bloke who sold a few t-shirts that's the way that i still yeah. view myself you know so I don't see that as a massive thing that I should be putting out there where I'm looking at other people now, and you probably know some of the people I'll be talking about. All they do is talk about how unreal they've been. And you go, no, you haven't. Like, you know, or I'm the master of sales. The only thing they've ever sold is their, how to, how, their sales package on stage. And you're going, that's a false economy, that whole thing. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sort of ticks me off a lot. And I, yeah. and I think, though, the consumer or the person, the business owner especially, is starting to get a bit au fait with that now going, hang on, there, there's a lot of snake oil salesmen out there now and I shouldn't have to go and spend an absolute fortune. And I re- this recently happened to me where someone rung up about my mentoring and, and they said, what's your price for the 12 months? And I told them, they said, really? I said, yes. And they said, well, that's well, I've gone to another guy and that's his one-month fee. I go, I know that. And they said, well, how did you come up with that price? I said, it's pretty easy. My whole business plan, this is another one, is to piss off that guy that you're now <laughs> telling me that that's, that's, that's why I do it, right? And he's upset, which is awesome. So, And that's where, for me, it's about maintaining your consistency through the whole thing. And I think that's why uh, my runs on the board have proven themselves and have spoken for themselves. But then when I do work with other people, their runs on the board speak for themselves. So it's just yeah. been consistent. So I'm glad that it's been around um, and, and people still know who I am and I don't have to go and play that and blow my own trumpet game. I really am. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I think that's why I think because I first met you and heard you speak at a multi-speaker event. But that's why I think out of the whole day, you resonated with me the most for that very reason, because it was you were a breath of fresh air on the stage because you were no bullshit. It was just like, I'm just a guy doing this thing, you know. And what you said just before reminded me of, I don't know whether you've seen the Daniel Johns interview that Andrew No, I haven't. A couple of weeks ago. Daniel Johns said, I want to be in this for the long haul. And because he's constantly trying to prove himself that it wasn't just a fluke, you know. So mm. it reminded yeah. me of what you just said in business. You're in it for the long haul, you know. It's not, you don't want to just, you know, the hot air that's on stage and in business at the moment, it can explode or implode really quickly because it's so filled with bullshit, right? Well, Ari, my last, and it's now probably four years ago, three years ago it would have been, and this was the time that I thought, I'm done. And I've been around a long time, right? And and I there's people now, and there's a respect thing too, right? So if someone has been in business longer than me, they've got instant respect from me straight up, yeah. like, like without no proof. There's an instant yeah. respect, right? Yeah. And it's the same with the speaking side of things. There's all these new mm-hmm. newbies coming on board now. They don't yeah. care about anyone that's been there too long. But the last one I ever did, and I thought, and I rung Renee and said, done. And it was said to me this. Um, we're out there back in the green room, which is funny. It's never green, but we're out the back of this green room, right? <laughs> and they, um, they were all whinging that the crowd wasn't buying. And I'm thinking, that's not what I'm here for, right? Yeah. <laughs> and once someone said out loud to everyone, the secret is if you make them laugh, you make them cry, you'll make them buy. And I thought, you are all here yes. for the wrong reason. Yes. And so, and that's where for me, there's an old, my, my, if my father ever watches this, I'm going to get in trouble, but there's an old Bible verse that says, don't cast your pearls before swine. My interpretation is if you're an idiot, I'm not going to give you my good shit, right? Yeah. End of story. And yeah. I sit there and go, I'm not going to share the stage with people like this who actually view the people that 
are there for help. Yeah. If they only knew that, and you go, so I still compete, especially in the mentoring and the, I hate the word coach, in the, in that thing, I'm, I'm, I'm still up against everyone that's never run a business but will charge 10 times more than I do. So be it, you know, and people will end up coming back at some point in time and saying, can you know, I help them get out of their mess, which has now been created by the person who just made a fortune to. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it's just the game we have to play now. And um, I don't yeah. think, and for those who've been in business for a long time that will watch this will understand mm-hmm. that, the game wasn't this hard back in the olden days. Um, there wasn't so much smoke and mirrors going on at all. Yeah, so we just don't know what's going on these days. So that's why for me, I just always stayed firm. So probably to answer your question from way back, I've just stayed, my, my course is my course, right? And I've never wavered from that. Whether it's trendy at the moment or not, don't care. Yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you something that in a, you have, built an amazing, not just one, several businesses, you know, and as we said before, you've gone from 50 bucks to your name to how many million? I can't even remember what you said. Um, I want to ask you, so everything that you've done, you have learned on the job, so to speak. Have you ever, I want to say suffered, but that... I feel like that's the wrong word from not feeling qualified. No, no, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. My first one was a mistake. And I think this is the, for me, looking at startups these days, this yeah. is probably the first thing that people do wrong, which then sets their foundation to be wrong. Um, they have this unrealistic expectation of what should happen. Now, that now is based upon all the research that they've done <laughs> online. Right, right. based upon what someone said that they've done or what they think, you know, you should do and someone's written a book that's never run a bit, all this stuff, right? So they've taken that as fact, which is not fact, it's fiction. They've taken that and put that into their little workings. Now, I've never never done, this will upset every accountant, a profit or loss, a forecast, a budget, an overdraft. Well, I've never done that, right? But so for mine was a bit of a by default. I, I just wanted to upset a lady and made a few shirts with the 50 bucks and people really liked them and wanted to buy some more. Yeah. Because I didn't expect it to go anywhere, I just wanted to upset. And the next thing the weekend I was going to do was upset again. So all my forward planning was about how do I upset, not how do I go and build a business. Yeah. Because of that, then if it didn't work, it didn't matter to me. Right. The other thing, too, that I've always done, every business that I've had, I've never spent more than 175 bucks setting it up because if you take the, the financial aspect away and the yeah. financial risk, it's a slower yeah. way to do it. I get that. But if you yeah. take that away, then with finances, there's this emotion, it's wrong emotion, but wrong emotive connection. Right? Yeah. If you take that away, the only connection that you've got emotionally is to the outcome. So yeah. then if it doesn't work, well, that didn't matter. I only lost 175 bucks. So yes. for me, um, starting it out, I didn't know what I was doing. So I did know that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so knowing that, then I straight away thought, which is bizarre that people don't think like this anymore. Then I realized there's a whole heap of stuff that I'm going to come across that I will do wrong, may not know the answer, need to get some help. And yeah. so... That been a, and I've never forgotten that. Right, that's been for twenty five yeah. years now. I've, I've yeah. gone well. There's going to be something new that I'm going to have to learn. Yeah. I don't expect to know it all, and 
I've still got a mentor to this day, right? And 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 I pay for my advisors. I'm one of those people that I don't expect anything for free because if it's for free, it may be crap information. But if there's a yeah. cost involved, two things: yeah. I'm showing appreciation, but secondly, I'm going to actually go and do it. Otherwise, it's a total yeah, waste of my money. So I just sit sit there and go, and it comes back to what we talked about before: is where do I suck? So I've got to try and figure that out. And so have I ever felt not worthy? Probably any time that would be is when I've been at the multi-speaker events, actually, um, in the green room with all these numbnuts talking about how unreal they are. Um, yeah. Probably there I sit there and go, oh, I feel a bit out. But I, I um, do a lot of corporate now and, like, I, I dress the way I dress. I'm the least corporate person in that room. Yeah. And like any black tie event, I'll get the CEO ringing up saying, we don't expect you to turn up in black tie, just wear your jeans. Awesome. <laughs> um, but so, so I, and I sit in like with some of my other businesses, we're dealing with fairly high level um, companies and banks and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm just a bloke because I'll say this the nice way. Um, I'm going to say this very nice way. We all shower the exact same way. Right, yeah. so there's nothing different about me or anyone else, and we should yeah. not allow that to ever come into play. So the ones that do make out that they're better than everyone else, well, they can yeah. nick off because I don't need to be around people like that, and nor does anyone listening um, need to be around people that are going to just put you down by them inflating their own self worth. Yeah, exactly. That's right, and that's you know I see a lot. If you know in the personal development space, the self development spaces, people feel like they're constantly seeking for another qualification or I'll be successful when I go and do this and get this accreditation or whatever it is. But, and I'm all for learning, right? And I think it might've even come from you, whether it's formal or informal learning, um, as long as you're, you're learning. Um, there was, you know, something that you said to me a really long time ago and I was talking about a problem that I was having in my business and I don't know if you remember but you said to me what when because I think you know I can't even remember what it was about but I was having a problem and then you said but before when it was working did you have to try and I was like no it just happened and you said you're trying too hard well it's, I'm not sure if I said it it's the way I normally say it to most people, but uh, I was at a school the, um, a couple of weeks ago and I had this same example and I had blank stares when I said this next thing. But remember Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. You, yeah. Well, they didn't. They had no clue what I was talking about, right? But um, <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, right? So what they did, right, they left their breadcrumbs, right? So yeah. what we've all done in, in with success, with our journey, um, and I'm talking about business ownership or whatever, and it can be personal success, We've, yeah. we've left breadcrumbs, right? And so success leaves clues. So what people don't realise, when they're trying to get themselves to the next level or their business isn't working, they're trying to reinvent themselves. I love all these you funky words, reinvent themselves, right? You go, well, why are you doing that when the thing used to work before? And the question I normally would ask most people is, are you doing what you used to do when it worked before? And most people will say, no, I'm not. And it's just like, well, that's a bit silly. And like for me, that's why I do start my businesses with little capital, yeah. purely based upon the first one by default that I had to do that with because I had no money, that worked. Yeah. 
So why can't I reinvent that one when you go, well, I'll just do that again? And what happens over a period of time is you'll start to then find some shortcuts and you'll start to find some better ways. You'll start to find where the bindies are on the grass too. So you go, I'm not going that way. I'm going to go this way now. And things start to, as long as you're present though, that's the thing. Because I think there's a lot of people loving, well, I'll use my better term, they're wearing their wealth. Right, so they want everyone to know they're, they're, they're successful. And so if that's the case, they actually haven't learned many lessons. They haven't, you know, realized that oh, that pain really hurt when I did it the wrong way. Um, yeah. Or, you know, and so we've got to allow that to happen. And I think when we do that, um, then then you can, it's a lot easier. I've got to try and get out of this some of the time. It's just, um, it, um, it's a lot easier to, to go day by day because it is essentially just sort of doing the same sort of stuff, um, but refining, refining, refining. Um, and if you do go into an area that you need to, um, that you've never been before, it's the small steps that we need to take, not big, big suckers, because that, that's going to hurt big time. Yes. You've mentioned pain a couple of times. Um, I have, a, like, within the hedonistic way, you know, I have discovered that, you know, once we scratch past the pain, underneath lies pleasure. Now, you said before, um, you know, we haven't experienced pain, so the easy things are bringing us pain right now. Why are we, I feel like we've been hardwired or learnt or told to avoid feeling pain why do you think pain is such a necessary feeling and experience in our journeys well call me an idiot but <laughs> you don't know what a peak feels like if you haven't been in a trough yeah. right so there's all these people and this is my it's the instagram model essentially mm -hmm. of people doing business look at me how unreal i am look at me how unreal i am look at this car i've got look like good on you but number one, I don't want to look at what you're eating. Um, yeah. And I don't really care about car you're driving. Like, I, I, I love my cars love and stuff cars. like that. But that's really, yeah. <laughs> I love cars. But that's no one else's business. That's my that's my love of things. That's it's not it. why yeah. I, I don't do it just. To, and yeah. most people you think I, it's not my car. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, people judge me on it. I get asked all the time when I'm filling up with fuel, is that your car? It's just like, no, I stole it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, so I've forgotten the question. Um, Pain. Why do we uh, have to pain? Yeah. Well, we need to. It's part of the process. Pain and pro it is processed, right? So it is. It's the only time that we then know that that's not the right way to go. If all we're doing is getting this agreeable model in our in ourselves, and we don't have people to go, also, you're a dick. Uh, go, yeah, I know. And I've got people around me doesn't doesn't sound great when they're saying it to me, but you know, I go, well, I'm glad I've got them. So I don't want this this. I need to have pain. Like I need to, because that then shows me what I need to do to go and fix myself. I'm just going to do yes. this um, to, to go and fix myself, right? And so it, it's one of those things that I'd rather find the pain point quickly um, to then try and f f fix it as opposed to everything's going really well and then boom, pain. Um, I call it pain. It could be a trough. It could be a low point. It could be something didn't work out the way you hoped it. Like... Yeah. Whatever. So I'll um, do this whole process when I'm starting any business. 
and you'll probably um, probably or anyone else, but I know you will. You'll see when I do stuff on Facebook, you'll be able to tell now, especially I'm prodding for feedback because I've got something else coming, right? So there's a lot around this customer culture stuff where I'm I am pushing uh, the pain points of of getting bad service or what whatever. So I want people to go, yeah, we need to get this fixed. Yeah, we need. Well, here's the solution. Right, or when it came up with my sunglass friend, people would say to me, how did you start that with nothing? That was easy. I just got one of my friends to do all these designs of sunglasses, put it up on Facebook. Here's my new range. I'm about to um, get it set. I've only got 300 per, um, of 300 in total. First in to buy them and leave a deposit, then gets those 300. That funded me then to go off and then get them all made. For me, that's the game, right? And it's it's not so much about using other people. It's about... That's the fun part of business, right? Yeah. And so I'd rather do that than go, I'm going to go spend a crap load of business uh, money on sunglasses. Here they are. Yes. And all you hear is crickets. And you go, yeah. well, that didn't work. So yeah. for me, it's, it's the pain is part of the process. I don't know. It, for me, I'm not expecting everything to work either. So um, I'm, it's, it's like, um, what's the best example? Um, I'm an analogy guy. You've got a Band-Aid on, right? You know it's got to come off. Right, but you, you leave it on for months and months because you just don't want that. The longer you leave it, it's going to be more painful, right? And that's the sort of thing that we need to, to get into. That could be um, part of our pain point. Let me see if I can hang on. I'm going to go this way now. Um, uh, it could be, you know, part of most people's pain is they do not want to um, or acknowledge the fact that they may need help, right? They may need to actually get someone to come along and guide them because they think they've failed in that. The first thing I did, once I could afford it, was find a mentor, because I knew I sucked at everything. So, yeah. yeah. It's not so much the cost of what it's gonna cost us to do something, it's the cost of, if we don't do it, is yes. the most important thing we need to think about. Yeah, And absolutely. that is not, I'm not trying to pitch for anything today, no, I'm, I'm being very honest, I'm not pitching for a thing. You know, and I love that. And that's why, you know, I absolutely love and respect that everything that you do is because I know that that's how, that's just how you roll, you know. And I think that... Works for me. Yeah, and that's why people are attracted to you and people do seek you out because that is your whole view in, you know, you're honest. This is where I'm at. This is, this is how I view. You don't sit on the fence. You know, and try. Now you get splinters. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you don't. You need you need people, um, and it comes back to the yes and no thing, really. You need people around that can actually cut through the BS that you're, you're facing yourself. Like, if we look at it, and, and, and this is what I do um, when I'm explaining what I do to people when they're looking for me to mentor them. Yeah. I, as a business owner, what you've got is a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Right? You've got all the pieces. Um, you've got, they're all over, but they're not put together. Yeah. First thing we've got to do is turn them all over. Yeah. Then we've got to find the four corner pieces and we build from there, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm telling people to do. What I'm doing is also holding the box going, I know exactly what this is supposed to look like. So yeah. I can go, yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Right. So this is where what we've got to do is, is try and yeah. figure out you know, and where do we fit with that? And for me, I know that sometimes my jigsaw puzzle that I'm working on, like even with customer culture, right, it's a passion of mine, but 
it's got to go for me small business should get these manuals and should tra tra train their own staff because to afford yeah. me to do it probably going to be too much but i've got to now try and get the corporate guy or the hr manager of these companies mm -hmm. to look beyond the um boring stuff that's in the marketplace that actually achieves nothing yes. so i've got to, so i'm going to sit there and go okay what's the shortcut for that and so yeah. there will be people around that will actually love to help me but i've never actually tapped into that do i expect yeah. them to do that for free not at all right yeah. far from it right so yeah. the one thing i'll never do is use people and i think that's one yeah. thing if we can get uh, as individuals that not not, yeah. not everything's free and just because i can do it doesn't mean i'm always going to do it right yeah. um and yeah. so i'll get that's probably the only complaint that i get from people yeah. yeah some people is oh you should help people because you've done okay well i'm not sure about that like you, yeah. it falls on deaf ears but i, I love other people's um uh, interpretation of what I should and shouldn't do. It's always awesome, but um, yeah. yeah, but. There's your definition of help, right? You know, I see you as, as helping people and that's, and sometimes when you give it away, it's not appreciated. So that exchange, that monetary exchange, it entices them to listen more, right? Well, I'll go into Woolies and I can't say to the checkout chick, look, I'd love to pay you this week, but I, I helped a whole heap of other people for free. So <laughs> does that actually count as thing? It doesn't work that way. And nor do I expect to go anyone else's business. And I get people all the time saying to me, Justin, I'd love to give you for free. I'm not taking it for free. I'll pay you yeah. for it because there's a value yeah. in the whole um, thing. So, yeah. 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 No. And, you know, and especially when you're service based, I think that that comes into play. You know, that comes into play a lot. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, I was at an event last week and someone was talking about a problem that they were having within their business and someone else who was in the circle said, well, because she loves this particular, she's a creative, she loves this particular element to her business. And she was saying that she doesn't want to let that creativity go, but she needs to like expand her business into you know she's ready to up level and scale her business but she doesn't want to let go of the creative part and one of the other people in the group said well that's a block that is a block for you and and it's a I block was head like, yeah <laughs> i was like i was like no i don't actually think it is i don't see no, i'll tell you what i'll tell you what needs to happen yeah i'll tell you what needs to happen and um you're married aren't you we're not married, but partner, yeah. Okay. We've been okay. together a really so, long time. Yeah, right. So if you say to your partner, um, yeah. what are you thinking? And he says yeah. nothing. You know what he's thinking? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. If yeah. he asks you what you're thinking and you say nothing, he's in a lot of trouble, right? <laughs> so what What I suggest to people like that that have got – and it is – and I'm not, and I'm not, I am generalising here, but so excuse yeah. me for this. It is normally with my clients, it's normally the female client, right? Yeah. Because your brains just yes. think everywhere, right? Yeah. You've got to yeah. think like a man, but act yeah. like a lady, right? So, and the way I do it, and I call it, and I do this with my clients, um, it's boxes. So I've yes. got boxes, they're in my head. Yeah. So my yeah. box that I'm working on at the moment is customer culture. All right, yeah. So today is customer culture and talking to you. So if there's yeah. other stuff that needs to be done, well, that's not the box I've got out right now. Yeah. This is my box. So with yeah. her, there's the creative box. 
So you're yes. going to have to have that for your business to grow. If you look at business uh, growth and you look at expansion, using an analogy like I like doing, it is the exact same thing as going to a photocopier and going, I want this A4, my current yeah. business, to be now yeah. A3, right? Yeah. Different button. The yeah. content is, is still the same, right? The mm -hmm. process yeah. is different. So the creativity is part of the content. That's how we got to here in the first place. To go and then go, oh, it's a block. Well, that's an idiot thing to say because now yeah. you're taking the ingredient that's created this and yeah. going, yep, that's like me and Ikea furniture. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where this fits. <laughs> Throw it away and then we wonder why it all falls over, right? Um, so, and that's where you, what you've got to do or what she, sorry, what she's got to do is she's got to, and anyone needs to go, you know what? Okay, I now need to put on my growth hat for a minute. Creativity your box is here, let's work yes. on this. But what will happen, depends on her personality, right? So my personality is I just do whatever and then go, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or yeah, that worked, right? Yeah. And it's only after the fact that I then view that. So yeah. what you then do is with, because I would imagine her personality is more creative. Yes. So that being the case, the growth or the structure or the whatever the next thing is that needs to be done, there will be a creative flair to that. There has to be because that's yeah. part of the ingredient that why well, we got that's here. Right. Yes. So my, um, and I'll never call myself an entrepreneur because I think you're a bit of a numbnut if you do call yourself one. But um, so my entrepreneurial way, which is yeah. I'm just big picture. Mm. So with Renee, Renee's big picture too, but she's very yeah. uh, detailed. She loves the detail. So yeah. I'll go, I'm going to write a, a, a manual. Do you know how? Mm. No. Nah going to give it a crack and so when I finish it she goes oh well, how did you do that like there's no pre-planning there's no nothing like it's 17,000 words it's 140 something pages it's the new bible as far as I'm concerned and everyone I've shown it to my mentors are gone there's nothing like it that all came from in here now other people couldn't do that that they'd, they'd spend you know the next five months jotting it down and thinking it over. I just yeah. tested and measured it the whole thing through the whole way. That's my personality, right? Yeah. So never allow other people, and I never do this to any of my clients either. Yeah. Just because I think what they're doing may not work doesn't mean I'm going to go and change it. I, yeah. I can say, look, what I'd be doing is this or what the ingredient you need is this. But yeah. based upon the person that you are, you need to approach it this way. Yes. How I would approach it, totally different because my yeah. personality is that. And yeah. so that's where, you know, it is not a blog. It's just a thing that needs to be understood that that may not be needed right now. Yes. Um, but it's still going to be approached. Everything, like everything I approach, if you ask me to, you know, colour in, um, uh, colouring in sheet, I'm still going to approach it from an entrepreneurial perspective. I was going to say, which colours can we do the most and the quickest? And how can I, you know, is there something I can do to get inside the lines? Can I actually get one of the kids to come and do it so I don't have to do it myself? All that yes. sort of stuff. So... It's yeah. who we are. Yeah, absolutely. Justin, thank you so much. Um, we have spoken about so much. And so I re just want to say thank you for being so okay. open. And we, I didn't send you any questions. There was nothing, there was no, nothing preempted into this conversation because I just wanted to approach it with a real openness and let it go wherever it was meant to go. So thank you for just trusting okay. that as well. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah, and I really 
want to, I don't even know how long we've been going for now, but um, I really want to encourage everybody to connect with you and if they've got any questions, um, because I love what you bring to the table and you connect in a way where it is just so, it's real, right? You know, there's, as we said before, well, there's no smoke, there's no mirrors. Yeah. I just don't get it. Like I get it all the time. People go, "Oh, you're just such a nice guy, and you're so normal." I just like I, I, I just thought we all should be like. I, I don't. I, I, it's one of those things I always sit there and go, "Okay, okay." Um, but I'm glad that I have that um, thing as opposed to the opposite, where you know it's disconnected from uh, the yeah. norm. Uh, but I want people to realise, like, success is is not the dollar figure. Success is not what. Um, other people think you are success is about where you're you are in your own life and whether you're happy with that or whether your kids like you or they don't like you you know stuff like that that's more important you know and I want people you know there's all enough idiots out there doing this whole wanker aspect of um, success and from a visual perspective and be like me type yeah. thing and so they will call them the ying and I'll just be the little yang over here so people can go Oh, well, there could be another way to go and do it. And what? I don't have to go and change much about who I am or my outward whatever. And I'm glad that that sort of comes across. But it's not a deliberate thing because um, the only person I can be when I wake up is myself. So Yeah, and that's it. And that's, you know, and we wouldn't want it any other way. Is there something that we can do to serve you what would you want from me, from everybody watching, and who will watch it? How can we serve you? Oh, I do don't know. Um, look, I, I think, look, my passion at the moment, and I, I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to pitch. I don't want this to sound like a pitch. <laughs> uh, my passion at the moment, um, obviously, is changing the course of customer service in this country, um, and it is a big passion of mine. Um, I think we need to be appreciated. Businesses will grow because of it. Um, yeah. uh, uh, and I said, as I said before, uh, uh, customers are pains in the rear ends. Yeah, a lot of them are. But I think a lot of them are like that because they've been treated like crap and they're coming in expecting to be treated like crap. Um, yeah. So if you know of anyone that, that is keen on either getting me to come in and do some work with the staff or looking at my customer service book uh, training manual, which you can do with your staff, um, it's content heavy. It's 25 years worth of me and my staff and me training other people. Um, so it's no fluff going on in this thing. It's going to totally change the culture. If, that, if you're keen on that, then it's just um, either Justin at justinherald.com is my website or customerculture.com.au is my other one. But um, look, it, it, if you're not in that, it's not about me, you know, raking in the change from you know, having a chat to you. I just really um, yeah. enjoy what you do. I watch what you do. And, you know, it's to get my message out there just to stay who you are um, and, um, you know, I am what I am and so should you be. Oh, I love that, Justin. I really, really do. And um, I love that we can be flawed and, you know, and still show up. So, um, you know, and that's the most... Everyone is. Everyone is, though, isn't it? That's the unfortunate thing. Everyone actually is flawed, but they're just carrying on as though they're not. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I've loved... No problem talking to you and um yes that is that is all just thanks for having me thanks just no worries enjoy the day no worries. bye everybody. see ya
Thank you so much for tuning in to this epic conversation. I'm Renee Main and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash hedonistic queen or jump onto the website reneemain.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way might look like.